0: Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff,
1: Live the Big Stuff podcast with Christine Carlson. Let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So, wherever you are, just sit comfortably. You can uncross your legs and place your hands open on your lap, or you can sit Indian style on the floor in the same posture. Bring your shoulders back and open your heart and sit upright. Give yourself a little queenly or kingly pose here as you open your heart and begin to breathe with me and if you're driving just use this as a really um a breathing centering exercise and just pay attention to the road as you breathe and listen in so go ahead and begin to breathe through your nose allowing your chest and your belly to expand as you take in the maximum amount of oxygen as you exhale Just let out a sigh. Ah, let it go. Just let tension go and relax. This time as you breathe in, breathe in golden sunlight. Pure golden sunlight filling up your head with golden sunlight. Your arms, your fingers, your toes, your legs. Just allow golden sunlight to flow through your whole body. And as you exhale, relax deeper and let go. This time as you breathe in, breathe in pink, yummy, cotton candy love just everywhere, just pink love throughout your whole body, in your heart, in your core, in your head, everywhere. And as you exhale, let go of any fear you feel. Let go of any tension. Allow your body to relax. And this time, as you breathe in, breathing in golden sunlight, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and just think of anything that brings you such great joy and gratitude. And just spend a moment. In pure gratitude, breathing in that gratitude. As you breathe in again, exhale and let go and open your eyes. So today I'm going to talk about breaking down the barriers, the wall of resistance. That you have and where that comes from. So I've been thinking a lot about how we bump up against ourselves um, when we put up a wall of resistance. And what I mean by that is that our ego has this way of defining us and defending us and defending our patterns that don't serve us. And creating judgments which separate us from those who could help us. Usually the ego's job, as it's defined, is to um, protect us, to keep us in survival mode, to um, create fear, to create separation, to create isolation, to create places of safety comfort zones, ruts and routines to keep us safe. Now, I've never understood why it works this way or why we were made this way or why we have to have an ego because wouldn't we all just be walking around in our bliss without one? (laughs) But I suppose this is the journey of human form. I suppose this is One of the reasons why we're on this soul journey is to learn how to let go and dismantle the voice of the ego, that strong inclination to keep us safe and in survival mode and to keep us in a place that is not risk-taking, to protect us from harm, emotional harm or perceived emotional harm to keep us locked in our sad pity party story. This is part of the journey, is to overcome, to step out, to lean into those fears, to dismantle that voice so that the truest nature of who we are can be reborn every single time that we listen to that whisper, that quiet whisper of that song that fills us with bliss and joy. So here's how a wall of resistance shows up. Somebody will say something and somehow threatens the way you already do things. And then you say, oh, no, that's not me. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. No, no, that is incorrect. That's wrong. I won't listen to that. I can't do that. I'm not wired that way. I'm not this way. I'm not that way. And then you hold on so tightly to the way you are. Why? Because if you listen to something that's going to break you open, that could really allow you to jump, to jump the ego's hold, to jump the ego's ship, to become the master of your destiny by your true nature and by a deeper understanding of who you really are, Not that voice of the ego and inner critic that tells you who you aren't. So I'm going to share an example about myself. And this is a really old pattern. And I know I've talked about it. It is really a big pattern in menopause for me because menopause is a huge change. I mean, think about it. My whole hormonal structure, and if you're going through menopause too, and even men, Even men go through hormonal changes and shifts, in middle age especially. So our hormonal system, our endocrine system, is such an important system to how we feel on a day-to-day basis. And when your testosterone is low, you're not only not feeling sexual, but you're just not feeling in gear even to um, do business and to, you know, take a stand in the world. So... There's all sorts of ways that hormonal imbalance and hormone changes play a role in, in how we operate every day and how we feel, how we wake up in the morning. So, of course, menopause presents us with a tremendous opportunity to embrace change, real change, at a very deep structural Level to our entire bodies, to our entire system. So here I am skating along thinking, oh, I got this menopause thing wired down. I'm doing bioidenticals. I'm going to skip all the night sweats. But still, what happened for me was I've had the opportunity, and I'm looking at it like that now, of allowing an old, old, old pattern. Way back from my eating disorder years, way back from my, whatever it's called, mesomorphosis or whatever, when you look in the mirror and you see only the fat spots, you don't see the good things about your body, you just see the fat spots. So I am looking at this time now as an opportunity to have all of those old patterns surface, which they have, boy, because that ego that creates that wall of resistance, brings up all that old stuff you know all that inner critic stuff comes to the surface and as my awareness grows and as i as i understand and listen and i realize wow i'm looking in the mirror and i'm actually you know saying really mean things to myself i've got to change that i have to shift that in order to have the result that i want which is not to be a skinny woman. I don't I don't want to be a thin woman. But I also, I really, I like the feeling of having a flatter stomach. I just like the way it feels. So, so, you know, if I want a flatter stomach, I've got to figure this out, right? It's just a part of like, you know, learning to love myself. And this is the breakthrough for me, is that I realized I was standing in the mirror and I was telling myself, I was practicing what I would tell people like when they saw me because I'm 15 pounds heavier. And I would tell myself how huge I am, which is so untrue. But I realized I was speaking all this negative speak to myself. And so I started to catch myself in the act. I started to say, ah, there I go again. There I go again. Stop. It's like stop, drop, drop. And roll when you're in a fire. This is the same thing that you have to do when your ego is talking to you, when, you're, when it, your ego is creating fear on any level, whether it be in the workplace, if it's social anxiety, whether it be in your body, if you're wanting to lose weight, you have to stop and drop and say, Whoa, now, how can I send myself love right now? How can I be in a place of love in that pink, yummy space of love? where fear doesn't exist, where ego cannot exist. How can I bring myself into loving my body right now, right here, the way it is right now? How can I tell my legs, Oh my God, I'm so grateful for you that you carry me and you are strong. And how can I tell my hips, Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that you, you are so strong. How can I look at my body and say, wow, You may be a size up, but that's okay. You still look good. You still feel good. These are the things that will actually create the change in the pattern, the old, old, old residue of something that I no longer need to live this life. To become the best version of me, I have to drop that need of the ego to keep me safe. I have to drop that negative voice of the ego that tells me I'm not enough, that I'm not good enough, that any negativity that the voice brings, I have to drop that and silence it. I have to silence it so I can hear the whisper of my inner wisdom, my true essence. That part of me who's really me speak to me speak to me gently and compassionately with love now when i can do that the beauty of this system is that i'm allowing myself to evolve into my very best version of who i am when i can do that i'm experiencing the joy that is present, not that inner dialogue of that inner critic and that ego that's negative. I'm dropping a wall that is a wall that potentially is a wall around my heart to feeling my life. And as I open my heart and I open my heart to living with this very vibrant expression. In this high, vibrant frequency, I am able to attract all that I need and all that I most desire into my life. And it comes from breaking down the wall of resistance. Now, what the ego creates in resistance will persist. What you resist will persist. So... This is the path. This is where our growth is. This is the inner work. This is the greatest inner work you can do is to dismantle your ego. Let it go. Notice, choose differently, speak to yourself differently, and relax. All will be well. All will be well as long as you are in a space of love loving yourself and loving others dropping your judgment of others letting go i know you can do this and i can too i'm working on it and i hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast series don't sweat the small stuff live the big stuff please come back
0: again thank you so much thanks for listening to don't sweat the small stuff live the big stuff With Christine Carlson, Chris invites you to join her for the brand new What Now? program, a six-week offering carefully designed to take you on your own unique journey through life-altering transition and lead you to self-discovery and your most vibrant life. Receive access to powerful audio teachings, an in-depth workbook, and deeply valuable insights on passion and joy from a beloved teacher. Visit christinecarlson.com to learn more about how you can be part of the What Now program.